0: Today's opening quote is, life is either a daring adventure or nothing at all. Helen Keller. Hello, good people, good evening, good morning, good night, good afternoon, wherever you are, whenever you're listening. Thank you for tuning in to the Hot Foot Rooms podcast. I'm your host, Sharon Harris. Um, yeah, welcome to the episode. So I do I want to talk about quite a few things today. I think it might be a long episode. I'm just, just going to give you a heads up. So yeah, I'm going to be talking about a lot and I'm in conversation. I'm in an interview today as well, because I told you season two is a full interview series. So I've got an interview, but I'm going to get to that. So what was I going to say? Oh yeah. So thanks. Uh, I don't even know why I've lost my train of thought. I completely just gone mind numb. Yeah. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks everyone who tuned in to the last episode and to all the other episodes, and if this is your first episode, thanks, welcome, tell a friend, you can catch the Hot Foot Brums podcast on all platforms where platforms, <laughs> platforms, where podcasts are available including SoundCloud and Google Podcast and Apple Podcasts and... No, Spotify, not SoundCloud. I used to be on SoundCloud. But then SoundCloud want to charge me for uploading episodes. So, like, you can upload, like, the first four episodes. By episode five, I have to pay a fee. Nah. I'm not on – I'm not at that level yet. Certain other podcasters can pay. I'm not yet at a stage where I can pay for certain things. So, um, I am still – making the most out of freeness.com. So you can catch me on all free platforms. I'm there. Uh, yeah, I want to say a big thanks to my friend Kay, my interviewee from last last week or last the last episode. She winced at the fact that the interview was even taking place, let alone it was going to be published to the world. Um, but she did it. So thanks, love. And then she messaged me a few days later after it went out to say she was contemplating life and um, yeah, she was contemplating life and asking herself like, oh, so what's my next move? And my reply was, that's good. The purpose of our convo was to create convo, even if it is just for the guest. So my job is done. Namaste. <laughs> and I wanna send an extra special big up to myself. Um, I have actually passed the 100 mark, 100 plays, 100 people. Mm, oh yeah, we're going to say 100 people. 100 people have listened to the first episode of the Hot Foot Roams podcast. I'm very proud of myself. Thank you all. A lot of hard work that goes into this, you know. But yeah, thanks very much for 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 listening 100 times. That's super big deal for me. I'm well chuffed. Thanks. Yeah, I'm proud of me. Thank you very much. Yay! Oh, thank you. So, yeah, I was in London this weekend, uh, roaming the streets and visiting like a tourist. I had some peeps to go and see. I didn't get to see everybody. Sorry about that. Uh, It felt kind of weird being a bit of a tourist, to be honest. But, yeah, I mean, I say tourist, more like a visitor. I wasn't taking in sights or anything like that, but, you know. I um I had to get some self care health and well being stuff done, and when it comes to that, I gotta admit I'm a bit of a creature of habit. I like going to my regular spot. Don't like, don't really do the new thing when it comes to things like acupuncture and stuff like that. I like to go where I like to go where it's clean and professional and affordable. That's what I like. So there's a place I go to. Um, if anybody's remotely interested in acupuncture. The place I go to called Well Point. They're in Finchley in North London. Google them. Uh, you can get acupuncture there for about £30 for maybe about half an hour, 40 minutes. Trust and believe you ain't getting that anywhere in London for no £30. Definitely not. And then I got myself a much needed, well overdue massage at a place called the London Skew. London Skew. London School of Beauty, London School of Beauty, London School of Beauty Therapy, London College of Beauty Therapy, London College of Beauty Therapy, they're based in Barbican, uh, I would Google them as well, uh, it's a um, beauty school obviously, and um, they have student therapists and then you pay student therapist prices to get what you want done, full body massage, waxing, facial, nails, all of that stuff. they got a sauna and steam room there. It's really nice. And, um, oh my God, I did not know how tense I was. I really had no idea. I'm laying on the mass, on the massage table, women's massaging way, And I've gone there for mainly really my shoulders, which are rock hard. So I'm like, okay, well, obviously you work from the bottom up. So She's working on my legs. I'm like, what is wrong with this woman? Why are you why why are you hurting me? I don't think this student knows what she's doing, you know. Like for real, she don't know what she's doing. She's got them little flimsy hands. She don't know what she's doing, and it hurts. So like probably I'm like, okay, this is this hurts. She's like, oh my god, you've got a lot of tension in your legs, you know. You really, really have. I'm like, I have. She's like, yes, because do you do a lot of walking? Like yeah, I do. I walk a hell of a lot. She's like, "That's exactly what it is." Because your legs are really toned, though. Like, thanks. But she, because you've got a lot of tension in your legs, didn't even think about it. So that was clearly an indication I've not been looking after myself. So it was a wake-up call. Um. So like I said, in between, kind of get looking after myself, I. Caught up with some peeps and then I just kind of rested really. So, I want to send a big shout out and a big thank you to my friend Black Candy Floss for putting me up in your palace. Much appreciated. Um, thanks, sis. I appreciate that. Oh, yeah. And I had some Reiki healing as well at a place called the College of Psychic Studies. If you're interested in anything kind of healing or Reiki or anything of that nature, uh. They're a college. They're based in South Kensington, and they they ask for a five pound donation or anything upwards from five pound for like half an hour healing session, and that's a fucking bargain. People, if I tell you it's a bargain, you ain't getting that nowhere. Not in no London. You're getting that from your friend, if you're lucky. So yeah, most people are charging upwards of 45 pounds for Reiki healing. So yeah, um, like I said, I've not been looking after myself very well. So I had a bit of healing. recollaborate my energy. I've got a bit of a shoulder issue. So I went and had some work done on my shoulder as well. So yeah, if you're interested in Reiki, then that's a the place to go. Google them, College of Psychic Studies. They're based in um, South Kensington. So anyway... There's quite a few things that went down in London this weekend. Dun, dun, dun. So, yeah. I ended a 19 year relationship. In fact, it was actually my first marriage. Yeah. So that's quite that's quite sad I should insert violin yeah I'll do that but you know it is when one person is in love and trying everything possible to make it work and the other isn't there just comes a time when one has to call time or what no longer serves them right so um it was full moon in Leo or oh, was that Monday I think it was full moon full moon in Leo anyway And for some reason, I'm excited. Yeah. I mean, I'm actually rude. I'm Leo, rude by the sun. Leo moon isn't actually my moon sign, but fuck it, it's Leo. So I'm in, I'm excited. So I actually thought I'd be a lot more emotional than I am. And it's going to take a moment of getting used to, but I suppose I'm still in that kind of kind of shock sort of grieving sort of oh okay so yeah this yeah after 19 years yes people I cut my locks it's the end of an era for me it was a hard decision to make but as one of my cousins was saying to me over the weekend a change is as good as a rest uh It wasn't really necessary. He never said it in relation to anything in particular. But it didn't quite relate to what we were saying. But shit, I like that quote. So, hey, change is as good as the rest. So, no lock Sharon is actually here. After 19 years, I have no locks on my head anymore. For now. I'm currently sporting a a cute low cut. Pictures are on Instagram. It was just time. It was just time to... I said a prayer before cutting off each lock one by one and then I went to the barbers for a shape up extraordinaire even he was chuffed and I'm chuffed too It, it does look cute it looks really cute it looks good but yeah it's the end man Oh, yes. I must send a random shout out to my friend, Amanda Boysdale. I met her at Boysdale Restaurant and Bar thingy. So that's her name in my phone. So, I mean, that's not her actual name, but in my phone, she's Amanda Boysdale. um, And we met, like, a couple years ago. And, uh, yeah, I just want to big her up. She's on her first trip to um Africa. She's in Gambia and Senegal, I believe. um. I'm well jealous, since what I have not even replied to your message. All I see is lions and tigers and bears on your WhatsApp profile vids. Looks amazing. I hope you're having a wicked time. And um, come be a guest on the show and tell me all about it. Yeah, why not? So, yeah, the main reason for my visit to LDN this weekend was to meet some family for the first time. And I was super excited to meet one of my cousins who uh, lives in the States. And also one of my UK cousins, he came along for the meetup and I ain't seen him for ages. So um, yeah, we met up, we exchanged stories of family drama, um, but it was peace between us. So, my cousin Alan, he lives out here in the UK. He's currently working on a family tree. And the secrets and lies he's been unveiling, I just rolled my eyes and kissed my teeth. Some of them are new, Way too late in life, but some of them I knew. Um And, um, yeah, he gave me... <laughs> This is actually joke of the week number two. I want to give you number one in a minute. But actually, this is joke of the week number one, right? So joke of the week. So my cousin is telling me how he used to stay with my gran. Like he stayed with my gran one time um, in Jamaica. My gran lives in like country, country, Jamaica. They're they're developing this part of um, Jamaica right now at the moment. It's called Portland. But back then it was like the bush, right, so he was saying to me, yeah, have you ever stayed at a house, Sean? I'm like, yeah, I stayed there, he's like, it's creepy, in not I said, yeah, no, <laughs> so he stayed there by himself, and there was a story, so he'd gone out and about, and um, he'd gone out and about one evening, or one afternoon, and I told him, you know, try not to come back too late, Because there's this old folklore. So he now took his far self and come back late in the night. It's dark. It's dark. Dark like when you close your eyes. It's darker than that dark, yeah? And this time it's probably not even 8 o'clock at night. It's dark. And my grand house is on the top of a hill. And there is no, there's no steps. There's no handrail. There's no nothing. It's just a steep ass hill. You got to climb that shit on all fours. God help you if it's raining. So he's now trying to come back. So the joke was, <laughs> so my gram, you done know, six acres of land and this massive house, her one on the top of the hill. So the jo- so he's told you got to come back at a certain time, in you know, because if you're not properly dressed by the time you reach the big tree, Duffy will catch you. So he's sweating to come back, obviously. So he's making his way back towards the hill. and He's like, oh, shit, I can't see nothing, man. It's pitch dark. So he's trying to make the walk up. And then all of a sudden, he sees some kind of light in the distance. He's like, listen, I don't know what to do. Um, I'm too far up to walk back down. And I don't really want to walk up because I don't know what this is coming towards me. As far as I'm concerned, this is not your granny. It's late at night. So he's walking, and the lights come to. He's walking, and the lights coming to, towards him, and then it turns out to be one of our other male cousins who come to get him, because he reiterated the story. Listen, if you're not here by a certain time, you know, by the time you reach big tree and you're not properly dressed, I don't want Duffy to catch you. So he was sweating on the way up there, thinking, "Oh shit, something's coming to get me, man. I want to live, you know." So yes, an old woman was perfectly safe in her big old yard on the top of a hill in the middle of nowhere, all by herself. Perfectly safe, because no one weren't going up there to go fast with the woman or fast with the woman's things. She was fine. Lived there until she was literally too old to live on her own. God bless you, granny. Anyway, like I said, uh, my trip to London was really primarily about meeting one of my cousins I'd never met before and um she had emailed me out of the blue randomly like a week a week or so before I'm saying that she was coming to London and it would be great to meet up I'm like hell yeah so we're exchanging emails and then I gave her my number so we just started chatting on on WhatsApp and in my mind for some unknown reason I don't know why she, in my mind, she looks like an older version of my niece. But when I think about it, it must be my ego talking, yeah? Because my niece kind of sort of looks like a younger version of me. Anyway, she says, oh, I better send you a picture so you know who to look out for. I'm like, yeah, all right. Well, in my mind, I know what you look like. I mean, I don't really need it. But like, yeah, OK, cool. So um, I get her picture and knock myself in the head. For being such an egomaniac, because she looks like her dad. Of course, I'm going to recognize her. So, yeah, I was super excited um, to meet my cousin Kelly from Philly for the first time. It was a joy meeting you, sis. We'll meet again soon for sure in the States. Or, you know what? In good old JA. And we'll have like a cousin's, a whole cousin meetup. That'll be wicked. Yeah, so it's not her first time to London. She's been several times. She just hasn't been for a while and yeah it was good just to catch up um we didn't have enough time she was actually out here for work so she only did actually a couple of days in London and um I am not her only cousin she actually has a ton of other family too Sharon so you know so she had to go and see um some other family members as well but yeah it was short but definitely sweet and we will definitely do it again real soon Hello. Hi. Hey, sis. How are you? I'm
1: fine. How are you? I'm
0: good, thanks, hon. You sound a little bit distant, though.
1: Okay. Let me... How about now? Is this
0: better? Mm, not quite. Hold on. Oh. Let me turn it up. it be me. Hello, hello, hello.
1: Uh-huh.
0: Yeah, that sounds good. Are we,
1: are we good now?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're good, we're good great you can hear me good i
1: can i can
0: oh cool i've got a tendency to talk loud anyway so you'll hear me <laughs> no, anyway <laughs> so all right let me get the pronunciation of your name correct because i know how you americans are a little bit extra so <laughs> is it alicia or alicia
1: it's
0: alicia alicia all right cookies Fantastico. oh cool thanks so much for joining me
1: of course. Thank you for having me. I'm
0: yeah, excited. Me too. It was in the making anyway, so it was bound to happen, but you know.
1: Exactly, exactly. It's,
0: it's supposed to happen.
1: All is well. Everything is meant to be.
0: Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> so um, I'm just going to give a little random background. So Alicia and I met on instagram so we've never met in real life this is the Mm -hmm. first time we've ever spoken in fact we only exchanged numbers a couple of hours ago (laughs) yes (laughs) yes
1: it's so crazy technology is wonderful
0: (laughs) of course because we have like a bond on instagram so it's all jiggy
1: right
0: yes so alicia is also known as the travel outlier and um, she's got a travel brand. She's got a travel blog. She's on Instagram. She's an independent travel agent. So Alicia, I'm just gonna go straight in. So you need to tell me and my listeners all about the travel outlier and all that brand and blog stuff.
1: Sure. So I I love words. Um, for some reason, words always stick to me. Um, oh. I worked in. I worked full time. So, I'm still full-time trying to just get my grind on, trying to become an uh, uh, entrepreneur, I guess, in the world. But so, outlier, um, I work in operations. Okay. So, I do a lot of reporting and data. So, outlier was a word that we always used, And when we are studying the outlier in data, we try to study it so we can basically put it back in its place. Mm -hmm. put it back where it needs to go so that word just kind of always stuck with me and I was listening to something or somewhere don't know and they were talking about this book called um outlier by Michael Gladwell I believe
0: yeah yeah
1: and I was like hmm this I I love this word it was just that word it just kind of stuck with me so I read the book and I'm like okay And it just kind of started from there. So Outlier, obviously, is a person who differs from other members in a particular group. Mm -hmm. Um, And for me, the Travel Outlier uses travel to differ or to be different, I guess I should say, to be different from other members in a particular group. So it started from there. And it just started to, to morph itself into something bigger the more and more I started to work on it. So it's kind of like I think I might be onto something, and okay. I do a little bit more, and it's like I think you got it, and I do a little bit more, and it's like no, you definitely need to keep going. So, <laughs> so that is the travel outlier. Um, our my the tagline: dream travel live repeat. Mm-hmm. Um, for us, it's more than a tagline; it's a lifestyle. So it's just pretty much getting to getting people together. They just kind of just want to go, man, just looking for something different, just to be different. Yeah.
0: So um, so whereabouts in the States are you?
1: I am in South Carolina. <laughs> oh, that's okay. um, so where you're based. Yes, I am in the South. Uh, Bible Belt, if you, if
0: you, if you yeah. yeah, yeah. The... I've never <laughs> been to the Carolinas, but I have been to Atlanta.
1: Okay, so that's two hours away. Um, We usually fly from there. Mm -hmm.
0: Cool, cool, cool. And do you spend much time in Atlanta?
1: Yes, that's like a second home for us, just because, like I say, it's from, I'm getting, sorry, Greenville, South Carolina. I guess I should have been more specific. Um, so Atlanta, Georgia, it's two hours from Greenville, South Carolina. So we have family down there, and it's just like a second home. Like anytime we want to get away from just the regular, that that's where
0: we would go. Fab. So I was looking at your, um. obviously, I was scrolling through your blog. Um, I really peruse your, your Instagram anyway. But um, I picked out four random things that I wanted to talk about, just randomly. Okay. Um, <laughs> other things, but I just wanted to talk about these four before I forget, right? Right. So, because um, I'm a big food person.
1: Okay, okay. Yeah,
0: I'm a big foodie. So, I was reading your blog, and you mentioned that you was eating at a place called Rodney's in atlanta yes Rodney, chicken my mouth just started watering i had jerk chicken and waffles together i've never had that before
1: and neither have i like that so <laughs> <laughs> so we here in the south we are big on chicken and waffles okay it's it's something about that whole savory and sweet that just works well together right mm-hmm. um so when we found Rodney's, went there and I like I say I love chicken and waffles. So when I seen jerk chicken and waffles, I'm thinking, wait, this definitely sounds like something that I need in my life. So yeah, mouth watering was I can't even describe it. Like I haven't been back, but every time we go to Atlanta, we always say
0: <laughs> Rodney. Flash facts. <laughs> Marks out of ten. <laughs>
1: Yeah, so we definitely have to get back there. But jerk chicken and waffles at Rodney's Jamaican Soul Food was probably the highlight. The highlight of that tri- the highlight of that trip because we wow. um how we stumbled across it. I was actually uh going to Dallas and we missed mm. our flight. Okay. Had to spend a day in Atlanta and we stumbled across that one and I was like, okay, so Turns out not to be a bad trip after
0: all. <laughs> <laughs> I mark that a ten for the jerk chicken and the waffles.
1: Yes, yes. Go try jerk chicken if you're ever in the states, in in Atlanta or passing through on a layover or whatever. Definitely Rodney's Jamaican soul <laughs> food.
0: Cool tick. So um, oh yes. Now I'm a big carnival junkie. I'm a big carnival person. I love my soaker. Um And I'm a big reggae head because I'm Jamaican St. Lucian. And so, like, carnival is just, like, life. Yes. Yes.
1: I, so... I actually got carnival from you. You were the first person I know that really was just really talking about carnival. I've heard it. But I never, I've never had the pleasure of going.
0: Mm-hmm. And, yeah. <laughs> so, you... Went to South Carolina carnival this year.
1: Yes. Um. So Columbia, South Carolina, which uh-huh. is about an hour and a half away from Greenville, um, South Carolina, um, uh-huh. they had a they have an annual carnival festival, which I've shockingly I've never heard. You would think just because I'm an hour away that I would just know about these things. But I've, I've definitely, definitely
0: never heard of it. I don't know <laughs> right. anybody that's ever heard. I do <clears throat> never heard of it
1: so I'm like okay so hmm. so apparently in the states there there are carnival festivals of course to celebrate the Caribbean cultures um it's pretty much like an American African-American carnival culture type deal um, going on in the states and it was in Colombia and that was my first time Getting my, I call it getting my feet wet, because I'm definitely looking to go to someone's carnival somewhere next year. Good. Um It was amazing. I was introduced to Soka, and
0: was that the first time?
1: It was the first time. Let's just say it was the first time I knew had a name for
0: it. For real? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that is interesting. Yeah. Now, how? how, how, how did you not know?
1: <laughs> no clue. Apparently I've been living under a rock all of this time. Um, which is another thing why I like doing what I'm doing because the more mm-hmm. I get into this travel stuff, I'm learning so much about other cultures and other places and just it's opening my eyes. Um, because being a girl from just a country girl from South Carolina, you know, you don't really we we don't see the these things. So um when I was in the, the parade, I did a blog on my experience and that's really when I learned what the meaning of soca was and everything. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking, Oh my gosh, where has all of this been my entire life? Like my life has been a sham now, it feels like <laughs> nobody ever told me. <laughs>
0: I've, been imposter. I've been an imposter of life.
1: <laughs> exactly.
0: <laughs> wow that's cool just to kind of have that experience though so yeah. now that you know I suppose what kind of what was one of your takeaways from that experience I know you had a great time and I know you met some really cool people but what was like one of your takeaways from that oh man
1: let's see the the fact that there's so okay so let me start out for me they made. Um, I reached out to the sponsors, and they uh, made a costume for me. Wow, fantastic! Right. Um, so I got in the street, got my costume on, but just seeing the the different shades of women, the different body types of women, in a in an environment where you're not being judged, you are just rolling your hips and having a good time. That I think that was the biggest takeaway for me just to be in that environment of love and sister, and you're not from the Caribbean, but big up still because you're out here. Like that environment was amazing. Cool. Oh, the I'm vibes, good. man, were unmatched. The vibes were unmatched.
0: Nice. Oh, cool. I'm happy for you.
1: Yes. I was excited. I was nervous because that's not really what I wanted to put on. But it was like, okay, so I'm going to go for it. And and again, my outfit was not as elaborate as the costume I've seen. So big ups to those people who wear those. I couldn't do it just because I'm a little, you know, a little insecure. But hey, I'm honest about it. But, yeah, just to be able, just to be in that environment and seeing, like, shades of women and body types and just letting it all just free, just free. It was just amazing. Yeah, it was it was amazing.
0: Oh, fantastic, fantastic. So it, it's big things, big carnival reports coming from you in 2019. Then. Definitely,
1: definitely. I need you to tell me about some, because I'm always hearing, like, you're you're in Brazil carnival. You're in the
0: fruit Of Yeah, carnival. of course, of course. I've got, I'll, I'll, don't worry. I'll let you know about all of them. In fact, yes. we'll talk about a few of them today. So, um, coming, before I get onto that, so, like I said, I had this four things mm-hmm. I wanted to talk to you about. So, that's two. Um, the other one is about, now, this is the first time I've heard this word. And I've seen you kind of plastering it quite a lot of late <laughs> vacation. Yes. Vacation. Bay- I, I kinda put two and two together and went, oh yeah, but I'd never heard of that before. Really? Oh no. <laughs> I mean, clearly, I too have been under a rock. But that, <laughs> I don't
1: know. I'm not sure when that word became popular, but it's one of those things that I guess I'm not sure if maybe it's just the States thing, but we talk about it a lot. Like there's nothing like a vacation with you and the boo Mm
0: -hmm. and
1: you guys are out living your best lives and you are enjoying each other's time and company. That is my ideal. That's, that's, that's my definition of a vacation.
0: Okay. So you've got a vacation coming up. Is that right? Or you just, just had one.
1: Um. so we do so me and my husband we actually try to make that a thing that we do together as a couple once every uh-huh. year uh-huh. so we do have one coming up I'm thinking about January we were we, funny that you mentioned that because we were literally just earlier today going back and forth between Denver, Colorado uh-huh. and uh, Canada Toronto Okay. Uh, but yeah I'm not being from the South, uh, I'm not a fan of cold weather, so Canada is might be out for us. It'll be
0: cold.
1: Yes, it's going to be freezing. Um, I looked up the weather, and I think it said like the low was like 20, and I'm thinking, yeah, no, I don't think that's a good idea. It's going to be cold
0: like snow cold though isn't it
1: yes yes and i i'm not a fan of snow at all
0: not my thing because you're used <laughs> to the sizzle of the south that's why
1: yes it is i think it is i think it is I was I'm, scarred.
0: I'm right I was, behind you
1: <laughs> i was scarred as a child with the snow like my hands got really cold and they were blue and they were yeah it a bad experience so i think they just left a bad taste in my mouth so i'm like far left of snow as I can be. I'm, I'm not a fan. And we just had snow too, which was not good at all. In
0: South Carolina? Yes,
1: in South Carolina. Yes, surprisingly, right? <laughs> yeah, I
0: you, no snow down there.
1: Yes, we just literally had it. But see, we don't have snow, like, up north. Um, there, we always joke here about them being prepared, like New York and just pretty much the states up north um, because they, they, they go through that. We mm-hmm. do not. People cannot drive. The um, <laughs> one of the things the go to at the grocery stores are um, it's bread and milk. So if it's called if the weatherman calls for snow in the south, uh, be prepared to just go into the grocery store and get your bread and milk <laughs> because that's not going to be there. Um, I'm not sure why those two items are the first to go, but yeah, those <laughs> two items are the first. To go. <laughs>
0: snow's coming. Start stocking up your bread of milk.
1: Right? Like, I think it's the fact that you can maybe, I guess, put your snow on the ice. I mean, put your snow on ice. Put your milk on ice and bread. I mean, it's not going to mold. I suppose, yeah. Power.
0: I suppose if the power goes down. <laughs> and then, that happens
1: yeah. a lot when we get snow. That that actually happened to us. We had to go stay with our mom, my mom for a uh-huh. day. We completely lost power. Oh,
0: God.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Welcome
0: to wow. the South. Cool, so the vacation is a toss-up between, well, Canada was on the cards, but it's likely not to be, so it might be Denver? Yes, it, it might be Denver. I'm
1: almost certain that it's going to be Denver, and that'll be in January, hopefully. So,
0: Denver, right? so Denver's a place I know nothing about. I've never been to Denver. I've been to a few of the states, but Denver, Denver ain't is not being on the cards. So for the vacation, how... What what's what's Denver gonna offer for the va- for the vacation?
1: Honestly, I don't know. <laughs> okay. I I don't know. I so when I'm planning my trips, I really plan on I, I go where price. I go where the price takes me. Um so I just get on kayak or maybe um there's another one I can't think off the top. Skip lag I blurt. plant skip, um, yeah, skip something. Yes, skip yes. Lag, yeah. And um I just Put in where I'm departing from and wherever the the prices are reasonable for flights, I'm on the plane there. So that I wish I had some type of exciting reason why I was going to Denver, but other than the tickets were cheap and hotel was decent, that's why we're there. Well, that's why we're going. I should say. <laughs>
0: You know what, Alicia? That's a deciding factor for me too. Whenever I'm, in it, you it's like okay, price, and then weather. You know, depending on what it is, I really want to do. So I too am not a fan of the cold because obviously I've grown up here in the UK, so I'm accustomed to the cold. No, rephrase. It's not that I'm accustomed to, but I know it. So I'm not going to leave this country for the cold, although I've always wanted to ski. So okay. that's one of my something I really want to do. That's Something I had that's like a bucket list, yes. Yes, it's on mine too. I would
1: that's the only time that you would probably get me into the snow thing, but I probably have a good three hours of the ski, and I'm like, okay, I've gotten all of the pictures that I needed, and yeah, let's go on. Time to go.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, skiing's got to get on the list real soon. That's definitely a cold, a cold vacation for me, mm-hmm. but outside I, of that. I'm good, man. And cold. it's perfect
1: for a vacation, too, because you got the snow and, you know, you cuddle up. So that's the ideal. I guess that would be like an ideal vacation where you're just kind of stuck in the snow and you're just cold and you're cuddled up by the fire. Uh-huh. You know, if you like that thing, if you like that, those type of things, you know.
0: <laughs> Go for it. <laughs> cool. So I want to ask you about Euro thirty one. Because you had a quite a big thing because it was your birthday. It was, it was thirty first, right? Yes, thirty first. Yes. And um, you decided to venture far away from the states. I did. That's, yeah, that's 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 a big deal for you. you know? Americans. Don't like going too far.
1: They do not. And I was. <laughs> I was. I was so scared. I'm not sure why though. I was scared though, man
0: was it the furthest you've been?
1: It was, it was the furthest I've been. And like I said, we, we travel a lot, but that was the first, the furthest that I've been. And then I'm like literally on a different continent, man. Like, sheesh, (laughs) what are you doing over here? (laughs) Why did you do this? So the prep going into, I, I call it operation 31, obviously. Um, the prep going into that, man, was it was pretty interesting.
0: We had fun, though. It was a good trip. So Alicia came to the UK, and you went to Amsterdam. So you went to London, and you went to Amsterdam as well. Yes, that is so, correct. So the two trips together, what was that, 10 days? Total of 10 days?
1: <laughs> you would think, right? No, actually... It was a total, we were in Amsterdam for a total of three, three da- two days, two full days, and then from Amsterdam, we flew to London, and we were there three, in London, only three full days. Yeah, so I I crammed, man, I'm a crammer, <laughs> obviously.
0: You didn't sleep for five no, days.
1: No, 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 not at all. Um, The... I. <laughs> The first day in London, I did, I, I crashed. It, me me and my husband both, we were like, oh my gosh, travel is definitely not for the faint heart. Like, you have to have some type of endurance for that, man, just because the, the time change and the go, the constant moving, yeah, I, I hit hard that first day. But after that, I was up.
0: Cool. <sighs> how was amsterdam i really like amsterdam although it's been a good few years since i've last been um, i'm penciling a trip that myself and some friends we're due to go on it's either before year or just into january so it's a group thing i don't usually do groups okay okay i'm not, I'm not big on group dynamics which i was talking about that with um, my best friend recently and she was shocked when i i don't really like group dynamics she's like what are you talking about i've (laughs) known you for how many years why is this the first time i'm here i don't do groups what are you talking (laughs) like because the thing with groups is (sighs) you see somebody wants to go left somebody wants to go right yes someone don't know what they're doing (laughs) or or what's your mouth yes and then another person just says you know what when you decide, let <laughs> me.
1: Yes. Oh, but don't forget about the cheap one that doesn't want to do anything. Oh, <laughs> yeah. There's that
0: one. Oh, they come with their miserable self.
1: Oh, yes. Yeah, like, stay go, home. <laughs> <laughs> go stay home with your bad That's attitude. Too
0: much stress. <laughs> That's too much stress for me. I would rather just go by myself.
1: We always try to plan group trips. Like, it'll start out with and i think that's actually how we bonded now that i think about it it was a post it was like um that you in january you have about 15 people going and then by oh, march
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah yeah
1: by march yeah. it's only two like yeah <laughs> so we always have these great intentions on um doing groups and i i would like to get into the group planning just a little um but yeah it's it's literally always me and my husband like I can drag him around the world he doesn't he doesn't mind
0: (laughs) but your (laughs) ultimate travel buddy
1: he he's an awesome travel buddy because he he goes he goes with the flow but he's not an awesome travel buddy when I'm when I need direction and he's like it doesn't matter whatever you want to do and I'm like no I need direction now. (laughs) I don't want to steer anymore. I'm tired of driving. (laughs) So he's great with, like I say, me being able to drag him around but he's not great when I want his input and he's like whatever you want to do, I mean it doesn't matter to me. And I'm like, really? Give me something, man. Give me something.
0: (laughs) Happy wife is happy life. I think that's kind of where he's going.
1: I think so no, it's fi- about time, man. <laughs> about time. I'm glad he's catching on now. It's great.
0: <laughs> cool. So what was, um? did you actually like your time in Amsterdam, by the way?
1: I enjoyed my time from Amsterdam. So one of the things, like I said, again, South Carolina, we do not see some of the things that are allowed in Amsterdam. Uh, I, I, like as far as just the coffee shops and um, legal weed, I guess I should say I didn't know if I wanted to go there. I but sir, where
0: in South Carolina. Carolina, you said what now? Is weed is weed legal in South Carolina?
1: It is not.
0: No, it's not. Okay. No,
1: nope. no. Nope. So that in itself, and then the prostitution thing, because again, I'm in the South, and that is. Whew, that is frowned upon, okay?
0: <laughs> <laughs> you <are laughs> right in the Bible, Belt
1: Yes. Like, we're, we could, we will probably pass the weed laws soon within the years, but the legal prostitution, yeah, I don't, I don't think we're, <laughs> we're going that way. Um, so in, in, in reference to progression, I don't think we're there yet, but to see, to see that, it was. It was an experience just to see and to know the culture and the way of life,
0: which mm-hmm.
1: is totally different from where I'm from. It made the trip amazing. Like it was just like you is this legal, legal or is just just little legal? Like I literally kept asking my husband that same question. He was like, "There's no difference in what you're saying. Like <laughs> legal is legal. I don't understand." <laughs> Like, what, that's this, too funny. It's like, this shouldn't be right. Like, is this okay? And I'm like, looking over my shoulder, like, ready, ready to get thrown in jail. Like, this cannot be. But yeah, man, they are, they're friendly. And the, the whole idea of the bike riding and that since it's, it's a, a heavy bike culture, yes, there is. Um, all of that, man, that's not something you know, it's not something that we we see here, not in South Carolina anyway. I mean, for us, Uber is just, well, I guess maybe I shouldn't speak for all South Carolinians, so I apologize out there if you guys have already been on this and I'm late. (laughs) But for South Carolina, as far as bike riding, Uber was something that's just really starting to kind of take off for us. I mean, we drive everywhere. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's interesting. Right. I was excited when when I when we were going to London, um, and I I listened to your your episode because like I said we had been talking prior to the podcast, mm-hmm. which again I'm so proud that you're doing this because oh thank you sis <laughs> I know that was like random but I just wanted to say that because you did you said you were doing going to do it and you did it, um. So that in itself is inspiring. But anywho, um Thank
0: you very much. I appreciate <laughs> that.
1: When I heard as soon as I listened to episode one and I'm like, Oh my gosh, she's
0: from London.
1: I'm going to <laughs> London. So <laughs> <laughs> it was perfect. It was perfect. Um which is when I reached out to you to get all the suggestions your suggestions, which was great. Um, but I realized three days in London is not enough. I, I definitely need to go back. I need
0: to go back. And when you, when you do come back, you'll realise just how much you just hadn't seen. Yes. Like, it's, yeah. you know, it's a huge like any other city. You know, if you went to New York, like because I've been to New York for about three days and I really didn't see New York. Yeah. Like, really didn't see New York. <laughs> I went to Atlanta for five days. And I crammed in quite a bit, but again, I don't think I really saw Atlanta. I did a lot of eating, but I didn't really see enough of the city, if you get what I mean. Right. So, right. Yeah, when it comes to those big cities, uh, you know, I definitely think to earmark for a second trip, second yeah. or third trip, and you'll yeah. realize how much, you know, you haven't seen. And then you came at, you went at quite a good time of the year, because obviously I was traveling, but I knew that the UK was having a bit of a heat wave. Yes. Mm hmm and it was quite hot when you came right
1: yeah it was it was it was decent um it rained well i guess that's that's normal right rain yeah. um, so it it rained a couple of days but it wasn't like unbearable rain like you couldn't walk through the rain it was just like a little drizzle here and there and but for the most part the weather was fine like it it was fine it was we walked everywhere i have never did as much walking as i did in london like my watch was just going off. It was congratulating me on all of the steps that I was <laughs> that I was taking. Like <laughs> I've never done so much walking, but it was amazing. I I seen a lot of the 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 historic places that I wanted to see. That you just got to check off, right? Like, oh, that's good. um. So I did that. I, the next time I go will definitely be for a more party type scene because. It was just like I drugged my husband around, poor him, just drug him around, um, looking at the buildings and just standing at the buildings, looking at them just for like ten minutes, in awe, uh, like, oh my gosh, this is what I read about in history books, and I'm here like it was it was weird, it was strange,
0: <laughs> but you enjoyed it,
1: I did, I enjoyed it. It's something about being just in as in in a city with so much history. And to see, just to see what I, like I say, what I read about in history books was amazing to me.
0: Cool. I'm glad you enjoyed the
1: city. Yes. Yes. And we stayed in the um, London, the London Bridge area. So it put us in, in um, contact with the stations and it was easy to, to get around Mm. in the the perfect, we stayed in the perfect location. We,
0: it good. really was good and that's probably why you did did a lot of walking really as well because you didn't really need to take as much transportation to kind of see the sites that you wanted to see Everything was pretty much on your well pretty much accessible to where you were staying wasn't it
1: yes yes it was um there were two stations literally right per, kind of right across from each other within like a two minute walking distance from each other so it was perfect so we were able to just like I say get get to a lot of those destinations by by the train there's something that was something new for us as well um we drive everywhere we go here um so just being able to just hop on hop off it was it was nice
0: good and you found getting around easy enough
1: yes I did um one of the, I guess, the websites that I, I used was Rome to Rio. And Rome
0: uh, to Rio?
1: Mm-hmm, Rome to Rio. And you, <laughs> oh, it was amazing. Like, you put it in, and it'll show you um, all type of routes, whether it's train, ferry, bus, car. Um, what I like about it was with the trains, you were able to see the stops. So it mm-hmm. made it it made it really really easy to just kind of you know navigate through the city without having to pay for a tour taxi or anything like that. It was and it was cheap, so definitely a plus.
0: Nice, nice. Okay. So whilst you've been traveling, well, not just your at thirty one, but in terms of just your traveling journey, because you said you started traveling around twenty two. That was that's my, true. well. That's true well no right um well
1: i've been traveling that's something that we do as a family that we've always done um my grandfather he's from florida um and he moved to south carolina and met my grandmother so by him being not from here because what i find a lot of times here in south carolina at least as a travel agent a lot of people aren't used to going we're we're, we're, we're kind of like stuck in our ways. So by him being from Florida, it it allowed us to, to go there, to always be traveling, to see his family. So that kind of set the tone for us, um, or me. I, I say us, but I, I really mean me. I'm the only child. Um, so we were tra- always traveling. We have a family reunion every year. Um
0: nice.
1: Yeah, we have different chapters along the East Coast in the States. Um, So every year, a different chapter hosts its family reunion. So I've been traveling and we've been this, we celebrated, I want to say our 35th. I hope none of my family members are listening because they'll kill me if I don't (laughs) know the history. Um, (laughs) I think it's the 35th. I think it's the 35th, our family reunion. So we've been doing that since I can, you know, since I was born. Um, I went to Germany when I was three not sure if I remember it or I just remember stories that people tell me so yeah
0: okay well that's good enough you've been
1: yes yes it's in it's in my DNA <laughs>
0: that's right you have been. so okay so in terms of like where you've traveled be it in the states or outside the states like what for you what had been one of the worst places you've been to hmm. the worst place oh
1: man that's a hard one. We took we took a cruise once before, and we nicknamed it the Bruise Cruise. I can't. Yes, <laughs> on your
0: website. <laughs> we oh, to- why was it called the Bruise Cruise? We went to the
1: uh, we went to the Bahamas when I was around like twelve, maybe. Um, I don't even remember who like what cruise it was, but. Everything was just shaky from the time we got on the cruise to the time we got off. I think, like, my mom lost money. Um, I think we, we got gypped in the taxi in the Bahamas. It was just... It was bad all around, so we, we nicknamed it the Bruise Cruise because... <laughs> yeah, it was terrible. I But that's the only thing that I can really think of, other than missing flights, which we're bad about doing as well. Um... I haven't really had a, a horrible experience. Like, oh my god, I'm ready for this to be over.
0: Okay. So, for you, what has been what's been one of your favorite places that you've been to? New Orleans. Yeah, I've been to New Orleans. I like New Orleans.
1: New Orleans was New Orleans was nice. Um, outside of Amsterdam, obviously because of the distance, and it's it it basically let me know that I. I can do you know, I can do this. Like, you're okay. You'll you'll be fine. Nobody's gonna like kidnap you, rent and sell you your body parts or anything like that. Like, you know, just have a sense of awareness about yourself, but you'll be okay. Um, yes. that that's what I learned from going to from going to London and Amsterdam. Like, you'll be okay. New Orleans, hands down, was probably the best. Just the food, the culture, the people, um, all of that was just wrapped up into one for us.
0: Nice. A New Orleans, I need to pay another visit. Were you there for Mardi Gras? I was yes.
1: not there for Mardi Gras. We took the kids. Um, okay. So I wasn't there for Mardi Gras, but we, we planned on escaping back without the children.
0: <laughs> cool. So what's it like then? So in terms of how you travel, I know you say you travel quite a bit with your husband, but obviously you're, you guys are parents too. So how do you then kind of incorporate, obviously, vacations and then obviously you want to pass you want to travel with your girls and then you're a mom so what about the kids
1: so what we do um in addition to me and my husband taking a trip every year me and the children um we actually take a trip as a family a family vacation every year as well um so through the States, we've been far. Um, they've been on a, cruise, a Disney cruise to the Bahamas. So we actually do that every year as well, Um, just to kind of keep that balance between husband and wife time and then mommy, daddy, family time. Um, mm-hmm. That's very, very important just for couples, just trying to, you know, just we ha- we deal with so much through the day, our daily routine, just to be able to separate and kind of get that. We get get into a different routine. I think it's important. So the kids, we always take a trip. Um, We're planning a trip actually for um, May. We had everything set. We're going to Mexico. So this is the children's first time. This will be their first time out of the country. I was waiting on them to just get. Yeah, I was waiting on them to get all of a decent age where we can kind of take care of each other because I have three children. Um, My youngest is she'll be turning four in may so i wanted them to all get at a at a good age where we can kind of move we can we can take this show out of the country now so that's what we're doing next year so i'm super excited about that because that's
0: to remember it as well
1: yes (laughs) that's that's gonna be our big um excuse me our big trip um and we're going into um, an all-inclusive resort. It's called Hotel, hotel X Care, I believe I'm pronouncing it right.
0: Hotel um, X Coray. Yes. Mm-hmm.
1: <clears throat> it's an all-inclusive hotel. And it's in Riviera Maya, um, Mexico. Um, and it's it has eight. It's like an eco park. Um, so there's eight um, theme parks that you have um, included with your inclusive stay, of course, dinner uh, or meals um and drinks and all of that is inclusive but apparently this is this resort is supposed to be the the end all be all to Mexico. Um so I'm pretty excited.
0: Nice.
1: Yeah okay. I'm pretty excited about that.
0: Oh I hope you guys have fun. I'm sure you have all done looking forward to the pictures.
1: Yes, yes you will definitely see them. They will be posted.
0: <laughs> Good so um in your travels so far, where have you Taking some of your best pictures, hmm. best pictures.
1: So because I have this sh- shoddy iPhone that's cracked up and stuff, I don't really get, <laughs> don't really get a lot of good quality pictures. But I still take them. um But I think my best pictures were probably London. Okay, I got a lot of video footage. I got a lot of just. pictures of the historic landmarks and things like that so i'm gonna say london was was my best pictures or london or la i I like california um so it it would be between those two
0: okay and what was your trip to california like when was that
1: it was amazing um we went twice um i went to uh we went the first time we went we went to los angeles Um, And it was amazing. We got, uh, my husband is a huge, huge Lakers fan. So we were able to um, catch a game at the Staples Center. Um, So we were able to cross that off of our bucket list. And the second time we went to California, we went to San Diego. And San Diego was really, really nice. It was laid back. The weather was perfect. Um, We were able to see, um, catch a ferry over to Coronado Island. And it was, it was nice. So we've been
0: to California twice, LA and San Diego. Cool, nice. So I just want to go back to your Euro thirty one trip because yes. obviously you traveled quite far for you. Yes. So um is there any way that anywhere you wish you had visited on that Euro thirty one trip, but didn't didn't get a chance to or just didn't want to, but kinda of look back and think, mm, maybe I should have.
1: So there's two places. I'm a little embarrassed to say the second place, but why not? So um, I, I'm, I was upset that I didn't get to see the countryside. The countryside, because I heard that that is definitely the, well, the countryside, too. Um, well, both actually, Amsterdam, both Amsterdam and London, like the windmills um, and things like that. So I, I hate that I didn't get to see just more of the countryside of things. Um and then Amsterdam. I hate that I didn't see a sex show. Not that I'm a huge pervert or anything like that. It was just one of those things that that I I just think you have to see. It's something that you You You
0: gotta see
1: it. I did go to the museum. Um in Amsterdam we went to the the sex museum and we went to the marijuana and hemp. Museum as well, and they were pretty interesting. I like I like both of those um, because it, it, especially the sex museum. Again, not because I'm a huge freak of the order and thing like that, but um, I'm I, I like to learn, and it 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 gave you the sex through the ages was one of their exhibits, so you were able to see the progression of you know where we were as a country, um, where we were here in the states and other countries as well and how we, you know, evolved and now that that has become a topic that we can talk about versus before, you know, that wasn't something that people discussed. So, seeing that was great too.
0: Cool. So, I wanted to ask you, um, when you're traveling as either the couple that you are or as a black family, what kind of issues have you encountered or have you encountered any issues? So obviously coming from the States, did you have any kind of preconceived ideas? Maybe that's what I should ask you first. Any preconceived ideas when coming to Europe? Yeah, so um
1: we with the money, the ex- just we, we exchanged our money at the airport. Um, but we didn't exchange a lot of money just because we had this preconceived notion that, oh, they'll take U.S. dollars. And it was interesting that we had that. And me and my husband, we even discussed that as well. Like, it's funny how we carried that. Oh, everybody takes American money. It, it, it's not a problem. Like It was funny how we carried that into London and in Europe, period. I guess I should say both Amsterdam and London. And it was like, no. We don't care about your little American dollar. Um, <laughs> do you have euro or do you have a pound? That's what—that's the currency here. So <laughs> that was interesting for me. That was—that was interesting, and it was just like, wow, I can't believe we—we we thought that. Like, why would we think that? Now, in hindsight, it's like that's silly. You're in a totally different country. This is a a different currency. Why would they take it? And if—and if they were willing to take the dollar. It was at a tax right. It it was taxed. And then they probably put an extra dollar or two on top of <laughs> on top of the tax there. So we did take that in and we we joke about that now because it's like <laughs> silly Americans.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that is interesting. I yeah, I've met many Americans who do think that they, you know, everybody takes American dollars.
1: It's right, different. because the on like Mexico and things like that for us you know they they're happy to take the the dollar, but when we ventured out, it was like you are no longer in Kansas anymore, Dorothy, like <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> we don't care about that dollar. Do you have euro or the pound, please, <laughs> Wow.
0: That's good, that you know, it's, it's good you got the wake-up call early enough. At least you can pass on the message. <laughs>
1: yes. Yes. Exchange money, more money, because they're not going to – if you're from the U.S., they're not going to take your dollar. They don't care about it.
0: <laughs> so uh, what's been some of your most – what's been one of your most eye-opening experiences as, as a travel outlier?
1: That everyone
0: is different.
1: And I know that sounds silly because it's like, duh, everyone is different. But it's like, no, you, when you are traveling, you pretty much step outside of anything that you thought you knew, and you're going into a complete unheard of zone. So... To, to see other people's culture, to hear other people's dialect, to see, you know, the foods and everything. That's been, that's my, that was for me my wake up call. It was like, the world is bigger than South Carolina, little girl. <laughs> you need to get out and you need to see it.
0: So, in terms of like your group or your group of girls or just people that you've grown up with, how many people are really traveling outside of? the States and the Caribbean? I know you mentioned something on a blog post recently, or a little while back, that, that most I people are kind of from States and the Caribbean.
1: Sure. I, so, my group of friends, I'm lucky to to have those specific girls in my life there, because there's a total, it's five of us, five or six of us. <laughs> um, and we all, that's something that we actually all do with our families, as a couple. It's, it's, it's really important to us, So we share the same, those same travel goals. Um, My friend, she uh, went to Grenada, and outside of her, you were the next person that I heard just, you know, talking about there. And that was one of her favorite places. So we all have that. That's one of the things that we have in common. Like, we're always trying to either – schedule trips with each other which it's we haven't been able to get in get on board just yet because just we have we all have so much going on but we we all do our own travel pretty much as a family as a couple yeah
0: cool cool so dream destination Alicia? money time and commitment no issue what is your dream destination where is your dream destination? I have to go to Africa. Yes.
1: I have to I have to see Africa and I have to see Johannesburg is of course um up there um Ghana mm-hmm. is another uh dream destination um and There was one more place can't think of a third but africa is definitely all of just africa in its entirety really that would be my ultimate
0: ultimate dream likewise that's that's my dream my dream destination that, in terms of ideally what i'd like to do is actually backpack across the whole continent yes yes oh i but- that's that's, what I'd like to do.
1: Yes, that's one of the things that I absolutely admire about you because I live through your, I live through that spirit. Obviously, I can't unless I want to tell. You know, backpacking with three children and a husband is it, just. It doesn't sound. It's funny.
0: not impossible. It happens. It happens. A friend of mine, the most recent episode of Platter, she took her kids with her. Five. <laughs> yes,
1: months. I, I yes. listened to it early, and I'm thinking, "Oh my gosh, this is something that we can do." Like, yeah. I, I'm, oh, I, I, can imagine what that trip is like because all of us in a foreign place, there's, yeah, there's going to be some arguing, there's going to be some <laughs> loving, there's going to be. Some, <laughs> I, I think I need to build my patience.
0: <laughs> you need to work your way up to that one,
1: <laughs> right? Right. <laughs> Yes, yeah, like we, they would, my children would absolutely love it. Um, they would. But I'm fearful with the three, just traveling with the three year old going to the foreign countries. They, uh-huh. it, it, I'm scared. And I don't know <laughs> if that's, it, I'm sure it's silly. Um, well, but, it's but yeah, um. so we're, we're,
0: we're going to get there like, soon. Traveling with the little one.
1: Yes. Yeah, exactly so we're gonna get there soon Um, but yeah that would be my idea Africa just backpacking which is why like I say again why I like listening to you just because I live through the whole free, the free spirit and I'm telling my husband do you know where Sharon went, Sharon went and he's like okay yeah sure Sharon okay whatever
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> so your husband,
0: I said hello <laughs> sorry
1: I definitely will. <laughs> he he was my uh he my pusher for for this because I was freaking out, man. I was so scared. And I, I was what? so nervous. He was just like, I was like, but she's been more places than me, and he was like, but so what? You've been places too, and I was just like, well, that's true. <laughs>
0: <What>? Exactly. <laughs> I have been to a few places, but there's still so many places I haven't yet been to. So.
1: It is. And when you start traveling, you realize how small you are in comparison to the world. Um, yeah. I, took a ma- I took a quiz, um, a little map that I found on um, Google, and it calculated the percentage of the world that you saw based on, you know, the places that you put in that you visited. And for me, it was like, you've only seen 3.87% of the world. And I'm like, what? thought I was doing good I didn't do anything
0: (laughs) (laughs) you've just looked at the surface Alicia you haven't scratched it just looked
1: (laughs) right exactly like that kind of just put put me in a a, put a perspective on things for me I was like wait I have to get moving man
0: (laughs) don't worry you are you already are (laughs) So, let me ask you, what is it that you and the brand the travel outlier, what is it that you are wanting to specifically bring to the world of travel? I know you mentioned it a little bit earlier, but I just kind of wanted to get back to that
1: to embrace to okay so we 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 go at each other over the differences so much like we we get so caught up on our differences that we we forget to we forget to find those similarities um so that's for me i'm that's what the travel outlier is about it's like yeah we're different from the pack but really when but really when we talk to each other when we start communicating when we network when we travel we see that we have more similarities than you think we do um so Yes outlier is about embracing that difference, but it's also about going going to the outer place to really not only find new places but to find yourself seeing new seeing things you've never saw doing things you've never done, going places you've never been that's that's what the tribal outlier is about so if any, if I could get that message across um that's that's one of the one of the messages that I want to. To just broadcast and let people see, like, hey, travel isn't expensive anymore. Um, It takes nothing. A save here, a save there, a ham sandwich here, ham sandwich there. It it takes nothing to travel, but it's something that I think we all should just kind of get into the habit of doing. And me being just a black girl from South Carolina, seeing some of the places that I've never even imagined that I would be. Um, That's what the Travel Outlier is about.
0: Fantastic. And then just kind of expanding on that point. So just as a Black girl from South Carolina, have you had any experiences, be it negative or positive, outside of South Carolina in terms of your traveling? Honestly, this one, this experience,
1: Because had it not been for me starting something that I wasn't, you know, I wasn't 100% sure, like, if this is going to succeed or not. It was just, you know, me going out on the limb and networking with you from the U.K. And here we are doing a podcast. Like, beautiful things happen when you travel. Beautiful things happen. And it shows gratitude to me shows gratitude it shows that you that you you appreciate your surroundings because I mean we we have legs for a reason
0: mm-hmm.
1: so that, that? that's what travel has taught me to to go not just at these exotic places but just the thought of just going far dream travel live repeat is one of those methods that 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 happened to work for me, so I think that everyone should apply that to their daily life. Dream travel, live repeat.
0: Fantastic! So, have you had any travel fails yet, Adisha?
1: Outside of the with the whole missing flights, um, we've missed <laughs> we've missed a number of flights where we've either lost <laughs> we've either lost a day. Um, gotten lucky and was able to catch a later flight like that in itself is like a trip that will spoil any trip i think because it you just kind of go it's like a downhill from there it's like oh gosh i missed the flight now you possibly yeah. missed the whole entire day now you're yeah. making up, up yeah now you got to catch up and it just kind of it, it doesn't work when when the when the foundation is shaky, its just it's not gonna work And for me that's that's a shaky foundation.
0: Trapped. <laughs> I missed one flight ever in my life, and that was the f- first flight when I was leaving the u k to go to Brazil and I missed my flight. I could not believe it. I had the wrong time in my head mm-hmm. in my head. A flight was leaving at four <laughs> thirty
1: <laughs> Wait. So- I so, swear, so that's at 2.30. So, what time did the flight actually
0: leave? You say? Oh, no. And I missed it, missed it, you know.
1: Yeah. I mean, I missed, missed it, it, missed
0: it. And it only dawned on me about, as I was, because I went to the station to take the train to the airport. So, my friend was driving me to the station, and I was already mad panicking running late that day, like. It was just, she was just running behind time to so get in the car we're on our way. She's like, okay, cool. What time's the flight? I'm like, yes, full face. She goes, all right, we might, just, you know, it should be good. It'll be tight, but you know, it should be good. Then about half an hour later, I'm like, nah, <laughs> that's not the time. She's like, what? She was more paddy It's It just it like, worked. Are you serious? It, I'm like, yeah, nah. Mr. Flush. like you're joking me I'm like nah she's like by how much I'm like by like a couple of hours <laughs>
1: it's the worst man like you're running full speed just just bags in hand just like go go like it's it's, it's just insane we we miss yeah. uh, going to Dallas and I actually wrote about that in my blog uh, on my website, going to Dallas, we literally only had, I believe it was like 15 hours in Dallas because we missed our, when we were introduced to Rodney's, we missed our flight. <laughs> and there were no flights leaving out for that day. So, it was just like, wow.
0: So, was it, did you get in a hotel? Did you crash in the airport? Uh, yes, what
1: was we, um, we got a hotel near, we figured we should definitely stay near the hotel this time um so we got a hotel next to the airport and we just rode around like i say we went to dinner um and we went back to the room because we were not (laughs) we were not taking that chance ever again we were
0: not and just wait yes
1: yes like i don't care who comes this is where we're gonna be (laughs) We're not leaving. We're not going to the bathroom. This is where we're going to stay. So, yeah, missing flights. That is the uh, uh, living hell. It It, it is. It, it'll ruin your vacation.
0: <laughs> I had that. So, Alicia, you said to me, Sharon, I want some questions. I want to ask you. Can I ask you? I said, so you can ask me anything you want to ask. So, you did say you wanted to ask me some questions, so fire away.
1: I did, but now I can't yeah. think of <laughs> I <laughs> can't I had so much to say. I was just I had this whole bit that I was going to go through and it's like uh <laughs> So, okay. What was your um on your podcast, you talked about yeah. the time where I I want to say you were involved in a robbery, but what's
0: Yeah.
1: I I don't want to say what was that like because obviously that was insane but what were your what were your thoughts what what were you thinking cuz I can only imagine what I would have been thinking so what were your thoughts going through that
0: It was really really traumatizing and it was very devastating and it was frightening it was deeply deeply frightening so um I the first time I ever traveled alone, I traveled, I was about 24, yeah, 24, and I had, I, this was carnival, I'm a carnival addict, as I said, and I was going to St. Lucia mm-hmm. in the Caribbean for carnival, and my it was my friend's idea, she's like, yeah, let's go to St. Lucia for carnival, I heard the carnival's wicked, I'm like, yeah, I'm in, but then at the last minute, she um, decided she wasn't going to go now I'd already put my money down so I'm like forget you I'm going but to like 24 hours into being there I was I was violently attacked on that that vague that holiday so um so when fast forward to the armed robbery it made me think about that time like, and i Done a lot of work, mm-hmm. you know, processing and healing that experience at 20 from 24. A hell of a lot of work. Mm-hmm. So, and then I, and one of the things, because um, I didn't want to kind of maintain being a victim, and I don't mean that in a disrespectful way. No. What I mean is. I totally understand. Yeah, what I meant was, it, what I mean is that for me, it was so important to kind of heal and kind of grow through that experience. I wasn't going to allow that experience to stop me from traveling solo. Never. It was just not going to happen. And I actually ended up traveling solo, like, less than a year later, about nine months after that happened. And I know that some of my friends were deep. They were scared.
1: That was mine. That was actually going to be my next question. Like, how long did you wait until you... Yeah, but it was, it was
0: about nine months. And even that, you know, don't get me wrong, I was I was petrified. But it was something I had to do. I can't even articulate how important it was for me to kind of get back on that horse right it was it was imperative and i and I had to do that as part of just that was part of you know many steps in the healing for me and i I had to do it. It was just and you know it was scary because I went to Tunisia, so that's in North Africa. oh wow, so um yeah, I went on my own and you know got a really nice hotel. Got a hotel suite, really nice. And then I actually ended up meeting another lady who happened to live down the road from me in England. Mm -hmm. Never met her before. It it, it, down the road from me in London. I'm like, I never met you before. Wow. Same kind of people. We went to the same gym. It was really odd. That literally, when I say down the road, we were in the same. It's like one stretch of a street between us, and I'd never seen him. wow. And I met her a couple of days in Tunisia. She was there celebrating her 40th birthday. So this time now, I'm probably coming up to 25. Am I 25 already? They're about. Sorry, no, I hadn't gone to St. when I was 24. I might have gone when I was 27. And so I was coming up to 28, my bad. So, um, so I met her. She was there by herself. We ended up hanging out and then we met two um the two Asian ladies that were there by themselves um and it was they were friends and it was kind of their first holiday like a girly holiday so the four of us ended up kind of hanging out for uh for the week so we ended up kind of doing lots of different excursions and stuff together as a four because we were in, all in the same hotel and it was kind of just cool so yes I went on my own but then I ended up meeting people as I kind of always do whenever I do go traveling. So it was, you know, it had its challenges because I had a really profound fear of the dark. Wow. Yeah, so when I went on an excursion, me and the two Asian ladies, the other lady didn't come with us. We went away, like, on a long, long weekend excursion uh-huh. um, to another part of the country, we went to the countryside, and it was, like, a really big, it was a big deal. So when we were sharing a hotel together, um like, I had a thing I couldn't sleep in the dark. And I had to tell the ladies exactly what had happened to me as to why I don't, mm-hmm. why I don't sleep in the dark. So that was a bit of a challenge for me. But like I said, I wasn't going to allow the experience to kind of keep me in the, in the, in the space of being a
1: victim where I couldn't do that thing I, I totally understand. So since that since that time frame, do you do you travel with like protection or how do you
0: oh, you know the fun the bizarre thing is I had never traveled with protection until I went to until I did this big travel experience this year and it was actually about going to Brazil that made me think ooh I feel like I need to walk with something. So I had a little Swiss Army knife mm-hmm. <laughs> in, my, in my purse um, in parts of South America. In fact, in all of South America, it's legal to carry a knife. In some countries, the size of the knife varies, but it is legal to carry a knife. And I mean I, size. I know. Yeah, I mean, you can walk with a machete in certain parts. <laughs> And it's legal, yeah. I looked into it. Wow, oh,
1: that's definitely you
0: look at these shit. As women, you got to think about, you, you know, do. have a little planning and have a little. I have a bottle of high-alcoholic-content body spray in my bag as well, so you know, because walking around with mace is actually illegal oh, okay. in most parts of the world, but you can have a high-alcohol-content body spray. You can still do the same thing. Right. Right. Wow. Um, so yeah, I walked with those two. However, in the robbery, um, I wasn't even thinking about that to be honest. I Which is so you just kind of I kind of just froze, and I'm just thinking I just want to live, right? So whatever's gonna happen, let the outcome be that I live. <laughs> I don't witness anybody's death, you know. I I didn't want to wish death on the ladies in the in in, in the shop either, you know, because that's another trauma on top. Wow, I can only
1: well, I'm glad that that you didn't let that that experience just kind of like ruin you, because for most people, like you, you're you're certainly brave, because for most people, it'd be like, oh nope, I'm done. <laughs> I've
0: And I can understand too, do you know what I mean? I'm not, I could totally understand it's not that I'm invincible because it was hard for me. So when I, uh, my intention was to be in Brazil much longer than I was. So I was only in Rio for for like three weeks, three and a half weeks. So my intention was to see some of the other cities and stuff like that. But then after that robbery happened, I was like, no, I'm done. I'm leaving. And then I just went to the nearest The nearest country which was Uruguay which was next door Mm -hmm. so that wasn't necessarily on my plan for my travels but I was just getting out of Brazil
1: right I I totally understand definitely understand so have you ever been anywhere that didn't accept maybe the color of your skin or you know you just knew that "Hmm, this isn't this isn't the location that I probably should be in have you ever had any of like that experience or been somewhere like that
0: uh let me, let me think about that. That's a good question, actually. Because growing up in the UK, you kind of encounter them experiences. Um, you encounter those experiences in different ways. So from 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 quite a young age, from quite a young So I never really looked my age. I looked a lot older than I was from a young age. So. You're going to—I don't know if you went to the West End. You must have went down to Oxford Street or the West End. I think so. You were here. Yes, 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 yes. yes. So you know, um, you know, going back thirty, thirty, forty years ago, that was the mecca of London shopping. If you go to the West End or if you go to um, anywhere in the Knightsbridge area, that's the mecca of London shopping. Okay. Even probably probably the UK shopping at that time. So you know it's always assumed that only people with money would shop in those places. But I, I've always believed, I don't even know where that came from, because I grew up in what Americans call the projects. So I don't even know where that came from, but <laughs> I feel like I can go anywhere, I can do anything. So no one can tell me I can't come into a shop. I just refuse, that's not, I'm not excited anywhere in the world. I'm not accepting that, so I'll go anywhere. But as from a young age, I did have that experience where I went into certain shops and I'm getting followed around by security. This is in London. So, and I'm a child. Mm. So, I suppose when you've already had that experience, you kind of, not that you look out for it, but you kind of just have an, an, an awareness. But like I said, I go anywhere. So, as far as I'm concerned, you can't tell me I can't come in. I'm not having it. I'm going Wherever I want
1: to go. Understood. Understood. And so it's it's it, again, this is why I hate this is why we travel because listening to your your stories of, you know, London where, you know, those situations may or, or may not have occurred or indirectly occurred versus me being from South Carolina, you kinda I hate to say that it's just it's accepted because that's that that's never accepted, but it, it's a sense of, well, it's like well, you are in the South. It's, it's kind of what happens when you're here but uh-huh. so i'm always on the alert i guess because it's such it's such a big thing here i'm always on the alert of just kind of uh is this where i need to be or this is this is acceptable for me to be here or something like that so i was just wondering like what places like i say
0: oh what you know one of the things i noticed <laughs> it was more about kind of shade there's more of a shade issue, guys. And I noticed that in... So, for example, in Brazil, mm-hmm. most people... So, for me, in Brazil, everybody thought I was Brazilian. Okay. I just, I just happened to blend in like that. It worked for me. So, until they realized I didn't speak Portuguese, and they're like, what sort of Brazilian are you that doesn't speak Portuguese? <laughs> One of the things I notice, I guess it's not a personal thing, but what I noticed is there's, there's a high level of poverty in Rio. And that poverty and there's a high level of homelessness is mind-blowing. Mind-blowing. So you're walking up and down like, the main high street or the tourist areas and the streets are lined with homeless people. Like, and I mean lined. I mean, you've got to kind of step over someone to get to the traffic light button you know, to cross the road right. and stuff. It's a lot. And I'll definitely say uh, at easily 95% of those homeless people are black. Wow. Like, I don't know homeless white people or no homeless kind of, you know, biracial. No, they're all black. Wow. That was an eye-opening. That's interesting. Yeah man, that was that was a big deal. That was a big deal. So I think for me it was more the assumption that as a single woman traveling, a single black woman traveling, you must have money. You must be wealthy. And people, you know, black and white would assume, oh, so you're rich. Oh, you're from England, you're wealthy. Oh, uh, and I would that that was quite That was quite uncomfortable for me.
1: I can understand. that.
0: Because as much as I want to receive the gift of wealth, I'm very cautious of the fact what comes with that, with people's perception. Yes. Very true. And if they're thinking, ooh, she's on her own, she doesn't speak the language, and she's wealthy, ooh, she's an easy target. Mm, Those are the things I was more cautious of. I didn't really... I didn't experience any direct racism, to be honest. Okay. And i like' so coming from England, you kind of like, yeah, you know, racism is kind of, I'm going to say part and parcel, but you know, it's part and parcel out here. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Not as much as it's in the South of America, I know that because the history is a little bit different. Yeah. It is for us out here in the UK. We have had our, our history too, and there are experiences here, but it's different. Um, so you know, kind of coming from here, I'm like, I don't really believe that the rest of the world is as ignorant as the UK. So but racism I think is global. It's not, it's not, yeah, a, absolutely
1: right. it's not
0: a American thing or a European thing. Racism is global. Yeah. So I've traveled with that kind of awareness, but for me it was more to be kind of cautious and conscious of the fact that I am travelling by myself. People think that I'm rich. People think that I've got money. And that was something that I was like, yeah, I need to be careful with that. I, That's that I
1: always think it's interesting when when, when people have that, that, I, that idea. Because um, we, we get it here. Um, it's like, oh, you guys must have spent an arm and a leg. And it's like, mm, no. I actually wouldn't spend an arm and a leg, actually. Um, <laughs> I'm very cheap and frugal. Um, okay. But, yeah, it, I, I'm always telling people like it's not expensive like us going to um, Amsterdam and in, in London with flights and everything included for two people it was $2500 and i'm not to say that $2500 isn't a lot of money but we've spent $2500 on far less far less of a greater a great experience you know what i mean like just just in our just everyday spending money spending habits it it's it exceeds $2,500 so it's like I could spend my money on nothing or I can spend my money on experiences and that's it, what I prefer to spend my money on so now I think in terms of my family laughs at me because I think of, in terms of flight tickets so anytime somebody says a price I'm like that's a ticket to such and... <laughs> <laughs>
0: but it's true
1: like no, I'm not spending two hundred dollars on shoes. You know what? You know what kind of plane ticket I didn't get? You know,
0: you can get? Two hundred dollars. Oh my goodness! I get a good hotel for that.
1: Right? Exactly. <laughs> that's a five star hotel in some places.
0: Like
1: <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> yeah. So I, I'm always amazed when when that people's response or the reason why they don't is because it's so they don't it's expensive or they don't have money. It's just like no, it's it's. It's actually not expensive as it, as it as it may look I agree I agree this has been so fun I can't believe I was nervous about all of this
0: see it was easy peasy it was Alicia. easy peasy
1: it's nothing it was like oh this is just a normal conversation that I'm having that just so happened to be recorded but <laughs> <laughs>
0: So what's the future for the travel outlier? What's um what have you got planned? What's coming up next?
1: So um I plan on make, I would love to see the travel outlier with different divisions. Like I would love to see a dream division, a travel division, a live division. Just because for me those those four things or those four concepts just kind of mean something within itself. So January, I'm hoping to get some more merchandise. I do have shirts um, mm-hmm. available. Um, our Dream Travel Live Repeat. It's the first t-shirt. I'm pretty excited about it because I made it and it's like, huh, I did it. Um, so we do have those. Right. We do have those out. And um, oh, definitely make sure you inbox me your size because I would love to send you a, a t-shirt for just letting me be on your podcast. I know it's not much, but
0: Oh, bless this
1: coop. Definitely send me. Don't forget to send me the size. Um, so we'll be having more merchandise. Um, hopefully by the beginning of the year, um, more trips to come. I I would love, like I say, like I said earlier, I would love to plan like a group trip. I just don't know what that looks like, or like you were saying, dealing with the the multiple different personalities that you <laughs> that you come across. So. Um, that's in the future of course more blogs and I would love to podcast you make it seem so easy so I would love to get in the podcast world um, good for you I, so yeah 2019 is is it's really busy um we flirted with the idea of Thailand um mm. so I definitely will keep you posted there but yeah I'm just trying to you know get brand awareness increase the brand uh, just grind man the the grind of everything while still trying to be a mom a wife still with my full-time job so yeah 2019 I hope to be doing a lot of things so we shall see we shall see (laughs) fantastic
0: well I'll be watching
1: thank you thank you and hopefully on my next return hopefully you I know you don't want to probably be in London but I'm gonna say hopefully you'll be in London when I decide
0: um, I'm bad <laughs> <laughs> I am not <don't> know girl.
1: <laughs>
0: I'm more likely to be coming to South Carolina.
1: Yes, you are. We, you are more than welcome. We can. I can show you the country and show you what we do. We can get you some fried chicken, some collard greens, some candy, in, some, mm. some rice and gravy. Hey, yeah, yeah,
0: we get a plate going. Yeah. We
1: can. See. <laughs> whoa, whoa. <laughs> we can get feed you. I've
0: never been to like an American barbecue or cookout. I never been to one. Oh no. Yes. All the time
1: oh, yeah. I've you been have to the that's States, a I've never been to a bucket list. Yeah. Cookout. Add that to your bucket list then. I should you not. I? <laughs> I
0: should I'm missing out, man.
1: Yeah, so do you. Okay, so since you brought up barbecue, do you play cards cuz you know traditionally that's it's kind of what we do. We get around, we I get play cards, Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: I play cards. I play dominoes. Oh.
1: Well, you can definitely yeah. hang with us.
0: <laughs> so cool. Cousin as Sharon. long as it's rum, it's rum, right? I'm not a big beer drinker, so if there's drinking going on, there needs to be rum.
1: Of course. Cousin Sharon, come on through. <laughs>
0: oh, all right, then. South Carolina it is. <laughs> It has been a joy speaking with you, Alicia. It really has an absolute joy.
1: Thank you so much. And same here. The pleasure. Uh, it's It's been amazing. The pleasure is all mine. And congratulations again on season two. I wish you. Thank you so much. Uh, definitely. I wish you so much success. And I love what you're doing. Keep doing what you're doing. And keep roaming. <laughs> Thank
0: you. I love what you're doing too. You're definitely an inspiration to me too. Thank you, Megan. Thank you very much, people. We've come to the end of a packed show. I love this episode, by the way. Um, I love every episode. I love every interview, but I really love this episode. So yeah, we've come to the end of the show. Uh, Follow me on Instagram, on Twitter. On YouTube, like, don't cast me for the content. Like, I'm working on it, people. But, yeah, I'm on Tumblr and all of those places. Follow me at HotfootRomes. You can send me an email to hotfootromes at gmail.com if you feel like it. Uh, follow my guest at the underscore travel underscore outlier on Instagram and yeah thanks for tuning in share like subscribe comment leave a voice note tell a friend tell me what I need to know tell me what you want to hear just yeah just tune in and um yeah thanks for listening I appreciate that a lot but yeah we've come to the end of another show so you know what it is when you hear this quote it's done those who roam are not always lost Keep running, people. Take care. Peace.